0: Go spread the word. When you get a fresh hot McCrispy from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot
1: chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile.
3: Inside Conan,
2: an important
3: Hollywood podcast. Hello and welcome to Inside Conan, colon, an important Hollywood podcast. You can't forget the colon.
2: No, it's, otherwise it's just a, well, it makes sense without. Uh,
3: you need some punctuation a, there. Something there. And something. The colon's an important body part. One of my most important.
2: Yes. The semicolon. When's the last time you used a semicolon? I think seventh grade <laughs> during the how to use a semicolon class. Yeah,
3: I, I like to go full-blown colon.
2: Or right now our producer's like, are you going to say your name at so any point? Hi, I'm Mike Sweeney.
3: Hi, Mike Sweeney.
2: Hi, and you might be...
3: I'm Jesse Gaskell.
2: All right. And we're the hosts of Inside Conan, colon, an important Hollywood podcast. This season, we're taking a look... At Conan on the road.
3: That's right.
2: All of his adventures outside the studio over the years.
3: Yes, when we set him free in the wild.
2: Sometimes with actual shooting permits, mostly (laughs) all done illegally.
3: Yes, with greased palms.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, How are you? I'm good. We normally do this in our... Uh, Larchmont Podcast Studio.
3: We do normally do it there, and we, in fact, are still doing it there. Today. But we, because the studio's dark, we're just in the same room on our computers.
2: Right. <laughs> I can, I'm can. i in a soundproof booth, but I can see you across the way. There you are. Hi, hi, hi. hi. <laughs> this is ridiculous.
3: Okay. It is ridiculous.
2: Yes, it's as if we're in the same room. And, but uh, yeah,
3: we get to come in. It's fun to come into an office now.
2: I do love coming into an office. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm back to street parking, which is uh, a little out of practice with that here.
3: I was going to say, because I just saw you out there moving your car, that we're both doing the same infuriating thing. I'm sure it's infuriating to anyone who is going to hear about this, but we we (laughs) have access to monthly parking. But the lot is about a block and a half away, right? And so, rather than walk the extra seven minutes from the lot, we both find street parking, and then we have to move our cars every two hours. Right over here,
2: it's like eighty yard, eighty extra yards, and it's like uh, I know. Well,
3: and I've already, I got one parking ticket already. How have you had at least one?
2: Oh, I've gotten, I've gotten three.
3: Oh,
2: yay. I mean, oh going back God. to January. That's oh the one God. a month. I, I get one a month. But month. lately they...
3: So you pay $68 a month to park on the street for two hours at a time. Yeah,
2: it's really dumb.
3: <laughs> you didn't get one yesterday and you were parked at a meter all day without plugging it.
2: Yeah. They're still acting like it's the uh The pandemic.
3: The pandemic, I know. Going it's on so and
2: nice. no one's getting ticketed. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, th- I don't know. I've always thought that that was one of the like... The city's main revenue sources, it seemed like, because they're so on top of it.
2: That's a good point. I really did. I, I had the same same thing in New York City, where you're like, "Wow, without this money, this city would close up." Because they, it's the only city service. It's
3: the, yes, it's the main revenue source that
2: is run. Yeah, like the military, and then and then it's like, yeah, nah.
3: Well, hey, so speaking of uh, L.A. versus New York,
2: yeah, that's never <laughs> come up before.
3: We our guest today was a sketch staple when the show was in New York. And he, in fact, was a member of the very popular Dudes a Plenty sketch.
2: That's right. Boy, was that a popular sketch.
3: Oh, it was so funny. Well, it was a, it was right around the time, it was in the early aughts mm-hmm. and you know, we're, there was a boy band explosion. Right. At the time before the K-pop renaissance. And this was a fake boy band that Conan put together.
2: Yes. It was a whole video of him saying, hey, I want in on this. And it was uh, all done by writer Andy Blitz, put it together. Mm-hmm. Everyone in it was perfect. It was great casting. They were all terrific. and But one real standout was uh, a young man named Colton Dunn. Yes. Who is our guest today and and who's been so busy. I mean, you'd recognize him. Oh, He's yeah. Into- yeah, he's been on. He was on Superstore and Keen mm-hmm. Peel, and he's also been writing on a ton of shows.
3: Yeah, he's of, the head writer on a bunch of great shows. Yep. So he went on. This was just the very, very beginning of his story yeah. career. Yeah. So here's Colton Dunn.
2: She drops the shaker. Hi, Jesse. Oh,
3: hi, hi, Sweeney. Hi, Colton. Hi, hello. Colton. Welcome to the pod.
2: Hello, hello. Welcome so to this beautiful to studio.
3: Here. Is it? Intimidatingly nice in here. It scares me a little bit.
0: This has been a surprisingly <laughs> nice experience coming in. I'll be honest. Yeah, I was not. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. the space is wonderful. The-
3: yeah, they converted a sorority house, I
2: think, into this. <laughs> That's right.
0: <space>. The sorority's <laughs> still here.
2: So, <laughs> it, it if you gets, hear chanting, oh, yeah, booking is sometimes an issue here. Yeah, <laughs> pledging. It's rush week. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But thank you for coming. You were in this comedy bit that aired in 2000, and it was just, it, it just became a big hit, and it kind of lived on in Conan lore for many mm-hmm. years. I mean, really, people still talk about oh, yeah. it, and that's why we wanted to talk to you. And uh, it's called "Dudes of Plenty," and it it was basically dudes during- with a Z, dudes with a Z, no. yes, and uh, plenty with an I. That's right. <laughs> right. Take that shirt off. And, <laughs> you know, it was at the height of boy bands. So well, and,
0: and also the height of uh, people making boy yes. bands. Like it was this idea that they are like, I'm going to get a group together and we're going to make a boy right. band. Yes. Yeah, Simon
3: Cowell. Making was just, the band. cranking yeah. them out. Muff yeah.
2: Daddy made a band. Making you know, the band was, was a big change. show. Yeah. And, and it was all people were, you're right, profiling kind of the, the maniacs. He was usually, you know, like one man who managed and created mm-hmm. five bands a simultaneously. Master. Yeah. So it was a perfect scenario for Conan to play the puppet master. Yes. <laughs> and it was all about his journey creating this his one, his
3: vision. Yeah. So yeah. It, it,
2: it was exactly that a parody of these behind the scenes boy mm-hmm. band shows. Yeah. And, um,
3: We're going it, to reminisce a, about your time on oh, Late man. Night with Conan O'Brien.
0: Can't wait, man. I love it. Best yeah. time of my life. Really? Was it? Oh, it was great.
3: Oh, first wow. time on television. Yeah. Oh, was That's it? Yeah. What we were
2: wondering, okay, if it were where it fit in with your many very first on TV. appearance on.
0: Oh wow. On television. On, was on Conan national O'Brien. TV. On yeah. national network television. Um, can you tell us a bit of what you were doing prior to that? Yeah, I was doing like comedy uh, in in New York. I was doing improv comedy at, at the UCB? Upright Citizens Brigade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also did a. Uh, this theater called Chicago City Limits was more of a short form right. improv comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh and I I actually I I sort of came from short form improv comedy into the longer form upright citizen regain theater. And that happened in New York. And uh and it's yeah, so it was just through there. I was
2: doing I was doing that stuff and working at a video store. Oh, cool. I'm curious. <laughs> Cause I remember Chicago City Limits. Yeah. And they were like the only improv. Troop in basically in New York at the time and before and then UCB came along pretty much and, and you were kind of st- straddled boats. I, oh, I, very
3: smart. Yeah. I,
2: <laughs> and I felt like it I had never a heard finger
3: of, in both pies. I,
2: yeah. I, that's right. I never short form and long form. Uh-huh. And then I never heard of Chicago City Limits again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, no, I'm wondering, like, did they just go uh, like did the they UCB kind of take over? <laughs>
4: that's
2: what it's. To well, me, you know not what, being that into indu- it, I that was. I mean, I'm mean, it's got
0: to be a longer podcast, right? Uh, <laughs> okay, all right, but all right. um, and I would love to hear it. And I only know a small, tiny okay. chapter of the story mm-hmm. of Chicago City Limits, right. uh, and uh, but just to just to sort of get everybody on the same page, it was kind of this short form, it was basically like a second city, basically, yeah, all right, uh, but uh, they They were people from Chicago who came to New York and kind of started sort of this short-form review show, very much like Second City, where they'd have, like, the parody name, like, you know, one in the bush is worth two in the D, you know, (laughs) uh, Pelosi, you know, like, something (laughs) like that, you know, like, that's the name of the show. ahead of their time. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But – they they did that kind of comedy and it was like the only like paid yeah that improv was show oh, it was so paid. and i think at a t- oh for God. a time it was like the longest running show in new york city right. it was uh, 18 months. continuously <laughs> running uh, for for years uh, and it did have like a, a heyday for sure um when i got out there to new york the theater ucb hadn't even really opened yet and uh Chicago City Limits was the only place to get paid to do improv in town. And so I auditioned for it. I did not get in. Uh, And then uh, UCB kind of got up and running Mm -hmm. and they would let me intern at the theater for classes. And so I started doing stuff there. And then the next round of auditions, I went and auditioned again for Chicago City Mm Limits. And I got in almost kind of around the same time that I got onto like a Herald team at the Upright Citizen Brigade Theater. So I really was doing both of them. And man, that was a funny time to like watch sort of the one theater kind of process and deal with this other theater that opens right. up. And, yeah. the, and even the a other kid theater. In town. And like yeah.
3: maybe talking shit about them and you're like, right. yeah, oh, yeah. 100%. Oh. Or like,
0: it reminds me of this. This is another mashup, the same, same kind of time period. I worked at a video store, like I told you. And I remember my manager, uh, we were in the office and I was eating my sandwich before work and she was just going on about how Netflix is never Uh gonna work. Oh,
3: I love it. And that,
0: like, people are you know, (laughs) because and 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 from our experience at the video store, was true. She was like, people are kind of stupid. They need to come into the store and ask questions Uh uh, to find Ah. anything. And so there's no way this is gonna work with
4: us. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's
0: kind of like that with with Chicago City Limits. It was like Mm -hmm. nobody's gonna go see these dumb shows downtown, and they're like doing improv. They're just getting one suggestion and then just going for thirty minutes. They're not like doing like a, a game 18, where they're going right. forward and right. reverse or one person's not acting like, you know, a magician. <laughs> There's no hula uh, yeah, hoops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, where's the bunny with the, the next line of dialog Um at <laughs> box of wigs <laughs> in the back. Yeah. Do they have a the Viking helmet? Do they out. have yeah. a Viking helmet down there? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I did straddle both worlds and kind of got to see the come up of one
2: and yeah. sort of right. sort
0: of the uh, ending of
2: a chapter. While of
3: hedging your bets in right. both.
0: Definitely yeah. hedging my bets, <laughs> yes. always, always
2: hedging my bets. I think you both are making valid points about the other
0: <laughs> truth. Yes. I, I do have a funny story about going into UCB when I was younger, and I used to do a thing called comedy sports. And comedy sports has Is that a, with a, a specific. Z? Yeah, comedy yeah, yeah. sports with a Z it has uh, has like I'm a specific. it's hilarious. It's like two teams of uh, <laughs> in, of act elites uh, go head to head in improv comedy. Act-Elites. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, I did it in high school, so I had like my high school like comedy sports shirt on.
4: Oh
3: yeah, um, you lettered in comedy sports. I lettered in comedy <laughs>
0: sports. That was really cool. Uh, and. Uh, I was in the go in for my internship at uh, UCB, and I'm sitting in the box office. And Matt Besser kind of walks in and looks in the window and goes, "Yeah, take that shirt off." Uh,
4: uh, <laughs> no. And I was like, "Oh, no, it's my Comedy Sports." He's
0: like, "Yeah, I know it is." Oh, no. <laughs> oh I can read.
3: Yeah. So then you had to go
0: shirtless. So then I just had to take (laughs) off my shirt, man, and just let it fly. That became became my thing. I was the shirtless guy. Yeah. Oh.
3: Yeah, that's (laughs) terrible. I as someone who's taken classes with Matt Besser, that he's
0: like Well for him it was more of a branding thing. Like it wasn't like I think he wore him, it was just like no, dude, I don't want anyone yeah. walking You're in right. here thinking Get they're about to here. see comedy no, sports. F-
4: no, f- right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. With a not Z. Uh,
0: not with a Z. Yeah. There's no athletes in here. Swear. I draw the line. <laughs> I respect <that. laughs>
3: um, So how did you, were you at the same time then auditioning for TV stuff or how did you even come into the late night orbit? Mm.
0: So the, the late night orbit kind of came into the theater, you know, like mm-hmm. the theater at that time really just, so became like where people, yeah, the, the breeding you know, grounds the, for the for the, especially those the remotes where the um, casting people, yeah, from late 90s, yeah you know, because yeah.
2: um, because they started using the original UCB for for sure. It, we used them in sketches starting right when they moved there yeah. in like ninety five, late ninety five, early ninety six. And
3: they were probably like, and they're doing it for free. We know, <laughs> right,
2: right, we, right.
3: Anything we, we pay them is better than it's free. It's all great. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And so then it was like, oh, we just kept going there to look for you know more performers yeah and it
0: was uh, so I was I don't even think I had a manager at the time I was like trying to find managers and so you know all the auditions that I would go to would be those kind of the weird ones you see in like like, the old movies you know where it's (laughs) like you and 20 (laughs) people just showing up and everybody's holding their headshots and Mm -hmm. you know um, this guy wants me to be shirtless for this audition and (laughs) and
2: it's it's just me and him what is this
0: what is this I saw you at the theater shirtless. Yeah, I you. wanted to bring you in. Um, <laughs>
3: That's how you got dudes
4: of Plenty. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they came to me and um, it was, it was uh, Andy Blitz. Uh-huh. He was a writer he Wrote the, Wrote Dudes of Plenty. Uh-huh. And I, I don't even know. This might have been before people were texting. So this all might have been phone calls where I think he like called and was like, can you can you like sing and dance? <laughs> mm. And I was like, yeah. And then
3: and could you? Yeah, yeah okay. I could, I could yeah, sing yeah. And
0: dance. And then, uh, <laughs> I mean, not professionally, like right. and also you know, who knows, maybe not. I was just overly confident at the right. time. So I was like, yeah, well,
3: hundred percent. A lot out. of actors, it's like, can yeah. you horseback ride? And you are like, yeah, of yeah, course. And then you would yes. learn that. Oh, night. Well, they're, well, yeah. like,
0: they, they're really answering the question. Will you do this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I could, at the time for sure, I could definitely sing and dance. Um, I could still sing and dance. You, look, check this out.
3: Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Look at this dance. <laughs> we'll moves. insert that later. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we can't cover it for you. Oh
0: shit. You can't go. Oh my You could
2: deep fake it.
0: Um, but, uh, St. Celia called me, same questions, could you come in, um, and, you know, just kind of come in for, like, an audition, you know, uh, and so I went in to an audition, and it was pretty much, I think, just an audition to see if I could physically, like, dance and look yeah. like I could dance with uh, real band. dancers, um, and sing a little bit, and, uh, and I guess I hit that bar enough to be able to go in, <laughs> uh-huh. and so then it was like me and these other Broadway guys.
3: Oh, they were um, Broadway, yeah. They were like
0: all you Broadway. You did really
3: sound good together. It was yeah, kind of those
0: guys were like better real. than it needed to be. <laughs> yeah. When I when I did arrive, I was like waiting to see you know other other UCB <laughs> people yeah. who yeah. I was like oh there'll be some other UCB people who could pass as right. singers and mm-hmm. dancers, and there were no others. It was just these other actual singers and dancers.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So you showed up. Um, did you did you have to take off your shirt for the audition? That was a question I had. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: think I had to take, but then you know what though? You know, I did I do remember well, you were in though,
3: the tank top. So, you know, I am I guess, in a tank yeah. top in yeah. it.
0: Um, and this is only happened was something I, I I found out years later. Uh somebody who knew me back then was like, No, you were always a shirt off kind of guy. And I was like, What's that mean? And they were like <laughs> Like when you'd go out and you, we'd be out doing stuff, you would like, you'd take your shirt off.
4: Oh. And I was, and so I think I was like
0: making fun of some guy I saw walking on the street without oh, a shirt yeah. on, oh, you know? yeah, yeah. And they were like, what are you talking about? That's what you used to do. And so <laughs> maybe she, maybe she had already seen me with my
4: She'd shirt heard, off. Yeah. <laughs> She'd heard the rumors. And I knew
2: that I have like a scar I always, was deformed or anything. I always like when it's it's kind of cold out and I see, still see guys without shirts yeah. Like, what are they and, doing? I, and then you realize, oh, it's their tattoos. Like, they have to show Oh, they off. have to
3: show them. Right. Yeah. They, even they when They were it's so cold. expensive. Yes, yeah.
2: exactly. They, they have they need to, to get
3: their money's worth. Yeah, it's not
2: <laughs> It's not a stroll outside without showing them off. Yeah. So I'm no longer a shirt off guy. Yeah. yeah. So you have two shirts on. That's right. have are a multiple shirts. shirt guy. Yeah. And a beautiful
3: flamingo <laughs> so shirt. So even if you took that shirt off, you'd right. still be covered. you would still be
0: covered. Yeah.
3: So how did they prepare you for what the remote was gonna be? Because remotes are different from being in a sketch where there's probably more improv involved.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was a little bit of a process, you know, because this was like uh they did really did that song, right? Yeah. So yeah. like we came in, we had a rehearsal for just the song.
4: Mm.
2: We had... Um, it was a two-parter. You taped a whole behind-the-scenes part with Conan. Yeah. But then the big payoff, once that was all edited and assembled, you and Dudes of Plenty appeared like Conan. We did, did a live a a performance. And you did yeah. a musical act. It, and it was amazing. It was incredibly <laughs> well-produced. won produced. a Tony. <laughs> That's yeah. right. You're,
3: short-form Tony.
2: Exactly. All Televised <laughs> short-form Tony. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, so it was a live element too, which right. is another.
0: It was a live element. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was like performing on a, the, a late night show. And so uh, it was uh, very exciting. Um, there was just a couple of rehearsals. I think it was really just, we had a rehearsal for the song. We had a rehearsal for the dancing moves. And then the day of, we kind of had a rehearsal with all those things together. We, the song was pre-recorded. So we had like a a session where we went in and just recorded our parts for the song.
3: Yeah, but it was um, your voices.
0: It was all of yeah. our voices, and I and we do sing. You do. We are singing on the, in the thing, but it's just we had to have the actual track to back us up,
3: as most boy bands do. Most boy bands do. Yeah.
2: Is that um, song online anyway? Like, is on? It is. Can, can it you on Spotify? It? It's on oh. the actual song. Oh, I don't hmm. know. I don't know who owns that song. Could it
3: be a ringtone?
2: Maybe. <laughs> maybe it's a girls five ever thing where it is my mom's ringtone
3: yeah <laughs> I'm not lying Yeah, Still? she
2: somehow got it uh,
0: saved as a ringtone oh, I think somebody so somebody sweet. made it for her but Oh, oh <laughs>
3: yeah so did you tell people when you booked this like you got to watch this night or were you like let me watch it first and then I'll tell people
0: <laughs> oh no I definitely told people I mean yeah. you know again this is like before, like you, I wasn't able to like text all the people or call all the people I know. So I think yeah. I probably just called my mom and right. you it was know, your AIM a phone tree, away message. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Really? <laughs> I put it on my MySpace page, and then we had, and then we had the day where we shot the actual right sketches that you know that, that yeah. they saw. Um, and that,
2: that was super fun. That was a blast. Oh and, yeah, and that was your first. So were you nervous? Like in that situation, you were meeting Conan, you were working with these other four actors who came from Broadway. Was it? Were you just kind of like ah, I'm ready for this, or was part of you kind of like Ugh, this is don't screw
1: it up? Yeah, I think I definitely thought.
0: That. <laughs> I think I remember <laughs> being like, don't screw this up. Yeah. But because it was these other guys from Broadway, and yeah. I was had been doing a lot of stuff at UCB, and you know, Conan fits in very well in that world of, right. of, of, of comedy. Improv, you know, yeah. as you know, playing you know this crazy guy right. who's trying to put the band together. Right. Yeah. Uh, it it felt a little bit easier for me because it was like a group of guys. So I don't, it's not all on me to like hold it together. Right. Right. And I also probably had done more things similar to what we were doing than the rest of them, I felt. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I'll just... Do what I've been doing and you know, remember your training. Yeah. You're (laughs) an act lead. I'm an act lead. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get a brown bag foul.
3: (laughs) Did you get to improvise with Conan? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The
0: whole thing was pretty much improvised. Yeah, they were just like they were like, All right, he's gonna come in and talk to us and we, we just be guys in a band. And so it was him, you know, he's just like laying into us, you know, and giving us his ridiculous ideas. Yeah. And, you know, all we have to do is be like, This is the most amazing. That's a really insightful thing. You know, we're we're here to do this.
3: Yeah, just be really extra sincere. Yeah. Right. And I'm glad you cleared that up because I think some people watch remotes and even, you know, people watch Conan interviewing guests and they think everything is scripted.
0: That oh, it's no. all
3: but it's but the remotes are really just it's there's kind of a loose idea and maybe some, yeah. some beats. I think but. this
0: one I, I'm pretty sure it was like Conan's gonna come in and he's gonna go over the end pose. Yeah. for the song right that's all we know and so yeah. then he just comes in and you know I think he's playing along too you know playing off of each
2: other I don't think he even really knows you know see, so he was improvising as well you know, right 100% like he kept changing everyone's name and that was improvised <laughs> <Yeah>. And then, <laughs> yes, yes I wonder whether he had the song at that, least I was the, wondering word, that the too. title of the song already uh, Baby remember? I Love You Baby yeah, yeah.
3: Baby,
2: was that I was Wish that You Were My Baby
0: baby I wish you were my baby um <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know.
2: I don't know if they had if they had written that out or Or like who came up with the melody. Did Conan just? I wonder if he ad libbed that. Yeah. Or if we'll have to see
3: who has Mm -hmm. writing credits on
2: Uh, on the song. Yes. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) Someone's getting these big BMI (laughs) checks. (laughs) Oh my god.
3: (laughs) Seven cent checks. (laughs) Oh yeah.
2: Find out, we'll get to the bottom of it.
3: And then, did you guys have a choreographer that was actually oh, yeah. teaching you? Real choreographer loves. taught mm-hmm. us real
0: choreograph- choreography, and they and I was not, you know. And that's when I realized, like, okay, there's a difference between like I'm willing to dance oh, and I can dance, right? Because uh, and, and, and this is very funny because this ha- happened to me twice. So in this one, it was you know a situation where the lady came in and she's like. She's like, okay, so here's what we're gonna do, and she like does like the moves, all right? She, like, yeah, Does yeah. all the moves, right? And then it's like, okay, so now now you well, do let's, it. Let's go ahead and we'll just go through <laughs> it. You know, we'll do it at halftime or whatever. Uh huh. And then like starts up, and the guys are all like, dupe, <gasps> dupe. They just like oh, have it all down. They're like kind of laughing about certain parts, like, oh yeah, it's funny when you have <laughs> this to do is this. Is a night. recurring but, nightmare that I insane. have, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. what? Oh, well, now. That- I had that nightmare twice. Yeah. Because then I did this show. (laughs) it was real. Name is escaping me right now, but I did this television show. Very funny show. It was like a procedural show, but it was a comedy. Uh Uh, What's that Mm -hmm. show called? Angie Tribeca. That was the show. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was a funny show in it there's a boy band the story of the week is a boy band is involved in a murder
3: oh and
0: that's um typecasting
3: yeah, yeah. no kidding and so
0: they bring me in to do it but the other people in this fake boy band things are like Joey McIntyre no. like real boy band oh, guys. guys oh no <laughs> like oh, there's no. a guy from NSync <gasps> oh no but then they're all like older but that and, other
3: guy from NSync yeah
0: uh, and so like um <laughs>
3: So they must have seen but Dudes of Plenty and thought it was a real boy They didn't even band. know it.
0: Didn't even know uh, it. In that uh, situation, they were just bringing me in because wow. the, they, they you know, uh, thought that I'd be funny and they wanted to yeah. make sure they didn't just have, you know, I, I was supposed to look like an old uh, an older boy band guy. And so they like, so I go in to do this, exact same thing happens where the choreographer's uh, like, this is going to be our little dance. All right, now we'll do it again five, at halftime. Six, and six, those seven, guys are all eight. like, oh man, oh, <laughs> Dustin, you know, Dusting oh. off the wheels and they're like all like right into it again.
4: Yeah. And, and then, then
0: like Colton, uh, what's, yeah. so what's there's going a few. On? I think there's a few times in the actual dance, if you watch it, where you can see that clearly they made a new move for me to go do uh, while the other guys do some other cool go moves. Around, yeah,
2: dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: I went to one dance class in LA and it was exactly like that. It's awful yeah. to be around real dancers. It is. And it's all so those exciting.
2: other ex boy band guys were right up to speed on all the moves. They a- after yeah. their did not skip a beat. There's uh, a reason these guys yes. were pros. And it, they, right. they practiced
0: differently. Like the you no, know, and it was, yeah. I'll be get honest, it today. was like I gotta I, get called today. It was after that day, I was like, I I like had a huge respect wow. for those yeah, guys. Because yeah, I was yeah. like, Yeah, I can't believe because we'd like to do these moves all day. Yeah. And like they just slipped yeah. right into it. And like every wow. to everything they did, I was like, wow, that did really uh, did look
2: cool and good. Yeah. <laughs> that that happened to me once I got cast years ago to play a baseball player for a Japanese documentary TV show. Oh, right. Named Mo Berg. And <laughs> they're like, you know, and I, lo- it's this, can you horse? Yeah, yeah, can, can you, you ride play a baseball? horse? They're like, are you a good baseball player? I'm like, sure. But they <laughs> drove this huge crew up to Oneonta, New York, and we played at like a Yankees double-A baseball stadium. <laughs> they had uh, over a hundred people dressed in period... Dress in the crowd, <laughs> and they had a pitcher from single A Yankee. Oh team
3: no, pitching to
2: me. And you're like, no,
3: they- no, I can hit off a T. Well, yeah,
2: it was
0: <laughs> like, what? you know, I was like, oh my, and God. they were like, you, so you're gonna hit the ball. Yes, yeah. and oh, I was just like,
4: man.
2: But, but all these people who not only were watching, but it um, spent an hour <laughs> t- changing into 1940s garb to watch, and I was just like, oh, mother. Fucker, and so you know, I'm like swinging, oh, swinging, missing. It sounds
3: like a Nathan Fielder the, show. <laughs> oh my god! And the
2: director didn't speak English; he was Japanese, and he went up to a translator, and the translator came over, and he said, "Mike, the director said to hit the ball." And oh, I'm like, I'm trying
3: to I hit know. the ball. I admit, it's not a choice. Oh my god! Did <laughs> sure. you get it?
2: I eventually did. Oh good. Just but one. Just, just the one. Just awful. Yeah. Awful. Awful. These awful. are
0: just it's, just
2: the one hit. <laughs> I, it's uh, Once they got it, they're like, okay, oh, we're done. Wow. Yeah.
3: With everyone watching oh, you. My, oh, oh, God. Like, it's like what? having sex on camera. Why
2: did I say yes to this? <laughs> <laughs> but I got a comedy sports shirt out of it. Yeah. So. yeah there, there you, you go. go. There yeah. was a big That's an actual me. sport. You everywhere but UCB. <laughs>
4: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while
3: shopping online at discounttire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th.
4: Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags
0: go spread the word when you get a fresh hot mccrispy from mcdonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag don't try to wait till you get home always respect hot chicken the mccrispy only at mcdonald's
1: ba-da-ba-ba-ba love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places well working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like t-mobile we have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.
3: Well, let's go to the live performance element. Yeah, what uh, what was that like? Being on late night in front uh, of the studio audience.
0: I mean, it was. I mean, it was. It was a probably very surreal day. I think you know because like you come in and got to stay sort of in those dressing rooms there that I ended up like becoming very familiar with. But at the time, it was like, "Oh, this is so
2: cool!" And I'm uh, like in a dressing room, uh-huh. and
0: you know, oh, I could eat this food if I want to. Uh-huh. And
2: like, <laughs> it's real food. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's real food here. Um, and
3: then on day three, you're like, and, I think, oh. cause,
0: and it was that whole day experience too for to shoot that one because we came in early to like obviously you know wardrobe and get dressed. I think I ate at the like the studio cafeteria for Ooh, lunch. Oh yeah, and I was like, oh yeah. I was like, this Exciting. is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. NBC Show Commissary, yeah, yes, that's right. <laughs> in Thirty Rock, this is back in New York City, mm-hmm. and then did it, went off without a problem. So I'm super stoked, and I, you know, and I know that you know the show's going to air, uh, you know, and uh, everyone's going to see it, and um, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was awesome.
3: Did people recognize you after that? Like. Ha- did Anyone? No, no. Know? And you mean like did people stop me
0: in the street and be like, "Hey, yeah, man, you,
4: you guys were
3: plenty only
0: yeah. only like comedy nerds."
3: Okay, yeah, you know? yeah. And,
0: well, and, those, and that count. is and that is those
3: are people.
0: Yeah, but there is not that many of them, <laughs> and uh, you know, like yeah, but uh, for sure, uh, but more later on in my life with, yeah. when it was like somebody who would be like, "Aren't you?" You know, right. and like, uh, but um, <laughs> but it was yes, more yes. it was more helpful. You know, those kind of things were more helpful for. My family and like friends back home. Oh, to see right. that this Since is I a had, real like, career. To, yeah, yeah. yeah, Since I had gone out to New York, so like for me it was mm-hmm. more like, oh, good, okay. So now they, you know, uh, they're all like, whoa, man, that was, you know, that was cool. And
3: yeah, six you know, months of getting them off your back.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are, are you really in a boy band? That's yeah. it. I was really huh, confused. I get the album? You guys are on tour. <laughs> I mean, it's your mother's ring. I got a tattoo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then they came. You came back for a. Re- re- reprisal re-
0: we shot the video we shot a music you video you shot a right. music video yeah, yeah. yeah dudes are plenty had to come out with a banging video I believe was the reasoning behind right. it yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he was going to direct this amazing video uh We're like underwater or something, but then oh, you know, the thing is, too, yeah, but it was also like
2: astronaut underwater, yeah,
0: but it was like, I think the other thing was too, because maybe the other storyline was like people were spending a ton of money on music videos, yeah, right, and so it was this big budget music video, but then the budget got cut, and so that's (laughs) why it was kind of the oh, this is like we're clearly we did everything on a green screen, yeah, yeah. Um, right, uh, yeah, so we did that, and then.
4: I think that was it.
0: For *Dude, of yeah. I think that was it.
2: That was it. And Tom Sharpling was in. Right. That's right. Yeah, right. He hard.
3: made a cameo, which it wasn't a cameo because it was, he probably wasn't famous at
4: that time. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, he, he played like the craft services guy. Yeah, right. Who's right. handing out bagels and ends up in the video. It ends up in the video. Yes. That's
0: it's, right. Yes, he is in the video. Yes. Yeah.
3: And uh, Lance Bass is actually true. in it too, but not with you guys. I'm assuming because he
0: no, no, is, there's like an interview segment. I think with him.
3: Yeah, he, well, but Conan puts him in the video, but
0: but not right. in not him. with you guys. Because he's not yeah. with us. Yeah, right.
3: That's he right. says no. He mm-hmm. he says no to appearing with you. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, you <laughs> you were never in the same room with Lance Bass at that time.
2: It's the only time he's ever said no. Still haven't been. Still haven't. Oh been.
3: wow. What.
2: Okay. Still a chance, though.
3: Well, we well the the the
4: the door. door. (laughs) Say (laughs) hello
0: to him. We knew that was your dream. (laughs) uh, Mm -hmm. Do choreography with him and get (laughs) humiliated. (laughs) (laughs) All pain off (laughs) today.
3: Oh God! What if we asked you to do choreography?
4: (laughs) (laughs) We flew it. You know
0: the uh, the overall process, though. You know, looking back on it now that I've like worked on different Mm -hmm. late night shows, yeah, done different things. It was a a really fun process, I think, not just for me, but probably even for the people making it, because it was a little, uh, also doing all the other remotes, like, it was kind of its own thing, you know? It was very much like, you know, felt like they were, you know, producing this, uh, you know, song along with it. So it just, it felt like a really big, nice piece, you know, that you don't always, it was different than like, I'm the security guard and, you know, no, you know, Right, I'm um, right. eating popcorn loudly while Conan's trying to talk. You know, right, like right. It, it was like it was yeah, like yeah. a little bit more than than you know even yes. you know the sort of the just kind of offshoot silly
2: idea bits, which are great too.
0: But yeah, so no, it was we very fun totally. to like.
2: You're right; it was much more ambitious yeah. than a lot of the things mm-hmm. on on Conan, which would be thirty second or two two minute.
3: Yeah, running down sketches. the hallway. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, exactly as you're describing. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. Yeah, for sure.
3: And yeah. like you said, you um and went on to write for the Arsenio Hall show when that came back yeah. and uh, Eric Andre and sure. uh,
2: Kean Peel. and Keen Peele. And and Peele. Sure. Yeah. yeah so. But so you
3: wrote, yeah. So you worked in late night sketch variety.
2: Still do. Still,
3: <laughs> still do. I, yeah. But, um,
0: what are you working on now? Never stop. Yeah. Uh, right now I'm working on a, yeah, I can say it right now. I'm working on a mm-hmm. show with uh, Frankie Quinones. Oh, it's oh, a sketch cool. comedy show. Awesome. Great. Um, and I'm developing with him, uh, with Hulu. Oh, awesome. That's excellent.
3: Yeah, that's great. So this is like decades in. Oh yeah, late I wrote at yeah. Mad TV
0: too. I'm, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's
3: right. Yeah.
0: I'm all I'm all about that late oh, night yeah, comedy you stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and it makes
3: sense. The sun knowing. is down. Let's get funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Where's cult?
4: <laughs> With
3: your background in short form and long form improv, I think that mm-hmm. that really checks out. That that would translate to sketches and punchlines and jokes. But you have also worked in sitcoms and longer form comedy. For
2: sure. Yeah, I was on a show you called Superstore. I was right. an actor yeah. for a long time. I loved watching uh on Super, on Superstore you did a lot of the store announcements which Yeah. That that had to be a fun. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Originally
0: perfect. in the story, they were like uh that uh, uh, like character ju- you'd only that's all he really did. Like, originally, it was just going to be, like, he kind of did oh, an announcement. Really? He was the announcer. He, like, did an announcement guy. at the beginning the and maybe one in the middle, and then, like, a little bit one at the end, kind of, like, take you along the story. Um, and they're like, you know, and people were, I remember at first being like, wow, he's not going to be that much of the story, and uh, but also being like, ah, but that seems like super easy job, mm. right? Like, I'm just doing an announcements. Uh, no, uh, dancing. <laughs> no dancing. No <laughs> dancing. Yeah, there was no dancing. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, just doing announcements and uh, not too much. So I loved it. I loved yeah. that idea yeah. It's like most actors would be like I want to be in it more but right. I was like no man that's great. Yeah.
4: yeah. Uh, it's just big beginning middle <laughs> beginning yeah. Yeah. all right cool that's great.
0: Yeah. Uh, but then, but then we, they were like we nope. Up, uh, Garrett everybody loved Garrett and then you, you get along with it everybody being good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit they're extending. But um
3: No that's always so cool when an actor starts with like you, you know sort of a uh, ancillary character and then you you earn your spot on the right.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, story I don't know world. if it, I think yeah. maybe
0: they just were like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was my merits or just oh, the, the way modest. the stories. Oh, okay. No, you like you popped in there just like, oh, <laughs> yeah,
4: more yeah. yeah. we Garrett. We're yeah. Garrett.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you also wrote a f- some episodes yeah, too? Yeah. <laughs> I wrote two yeah.
0: episodes. Uh, that's so great. And, um, great. um, that's really cool. That was a blast. Yeah.
3: Yeah, were you was that stuff that you like stories that you had pitched or um, how did that come
0: about? Uh, well with uh no I, I didn't necessarily pitch the stories they they have like um in that situation where it's sort of the actor on the show is gonna write an episode I'm not necessarily in the room as a writer while they're sort of breaking like that season or or sorry uh, uh-huh. like kind of coming up with the idea for that season uh so when at that point when you come in uh, to to write an episode in that situation they're usually like here's like, three three storylines that we're kind of dealing with. Do any of these appeal to you? Okay. And then you kind of, you know, but I mean, Mm -hmm. you definitely get to bring in stuff that you want to bring in and, you know... um, yeah, I add add things
2: that All you wanted to add, or like try little jokes. You you probably dialed Garrett way back. I'm going uh, back to oh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. The beginning, the middle, then Garrett and the, leaves. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right. Garrett dies. <laughs> in this episode, Garrett goes to Maui. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you film
3: everything in Maui hmm.
0: where finally it has it's to be on Lance set. Bass. This script is insane. Yeah, <laughs> but that was oh uh, that was uh, that was a. Uh, A great, great time to write. Yeah, it was a really long
3: running show. I mean, sitcoms don't get that kind of run very often anymore.
0: No, it was great. And I thought it ended really well, you know. um, Yeah. Yeah. Can't complain uh, about anything.
3: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You're the only person who's ever said that.
4: <laughs>
2: we have it on tape. <laughs> no one will believe would believe us. Well, yeah, I can't
0: now. I can't complain if right. I do I'll come up with something. They'll, yeah, right. they'll we're throw we're this we're in my face. So.
3: <laughs> and how have you balanced? Because you, I mean, you really do it all in terms of writing and acting and uh, you know developing. Like how? What has any of those sort of taken priority, or do they kind of all take the forefront at different times?
0: Uh. I guess wherever the check is coming,
3: right, from
0: right. <laughs> is what takes the lead. Uh, yeah, like
3: are you? Because know, I assume but, that it's yeah, harder at to, this point.
0: It is. It is. You know, a career, so it's you know very. You know, it's it's sort of like, uh, but uh, yeah. I mean, it, it ebbs and flows. You know, especially after like doing something like Superstore. Mm-hmm. You know, I certainly was more like, oh, what can some. What, what can I get in on the development side? You know, what can I do some more writing stuff? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Um, You know, I do, I like to do a lot of voiceover stuff. I like to do like cartoons and stuff like that. Right. Um, But there's also these like motivations, you know, that only happen with time where it's like, well, I have, you know, my son here at home and I don't necessarily want to go away for six months to act in, uh, you know, in, in, you know, a short, you know, um, you know, horror film or something.
4: Oh yeah. Uh, you
0: know, or like, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So, like, you know, having a writing job close to home, or voiceover work close to home, or uh, or or something where I just go shoot for a little bit and then come back. Oh. Um, those kind of things are also factors into where my creative energy goes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's sort of like it's i think it, there's two sides of it cuz at first you just fo- you're following your passion doing whatever you want to do and then it kind of becomes your job and now it's my job i have to get very successful at my job and then i can go back to just being like oh well, which which way do i want to go right, now right, you know right, like
3: right. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> yeah, i know it's the you sweet have,
2: spot yeah. you have to
3: earn the right to say yeah. no to things <laughs>
2: yeah i am curious about the, the your writing experience with with um late night Versus and also comedy sketch like Mad TV and and Keen Peel and and really Eric Andre mm-hmm. versus yeah. mm-hmm. actual a nightly talk show. Did right. you prefer one over the other? Or did you find the experiences similar in a way? Uh, oh, wow, I mean those are all extremely
0: different, right? Experiences, yeah. That are all kind of really dependent, you know, sort of top down, right? Like, yeah. who's the host of the show? Right. Who's the head writer? Right. Those people all kind of decide what Set the, the what yeah. the workflow and the process is for yeah. each one of those shows, and you know, you hear great stories and nightmare stories right. from all different places, uh, and uh, so I mean, you know, I love I love the structure of the late night, you know, of, 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 of the of the late show, yeah. Um, job i loved like coming in the morning every day
3: kind of getting
0: the you know the cake or getting the you know the the sheet of paper that has all the news stories on it you know writing you know 10 jokes for each one of those things Mm -hmm. like you know i I like that process that's something that i'll do to this day sometimes just as like uh if that's a sickness (laughs) well no like if i'm if i have like Like something if i'm gonna write if i'm gonna write you know say i have to like write you know i want to A, a couple scenes in a longer project. Right. Mm-hmm. When I get up in the morning, I might just go through the news, you know, mm-hmm. like the Twitter mm-hmm. trending or whatever. Yeah. Right. And just write out a couple of jokes, mm-hmm. you know, for that, whatever yeah. the yeah. thing is, just to, the kinda, just to kind of, just to kind of get mm-hmm. a little bit loose. I love, yeah. I love that. That's a great I love tip. remotes with like late, late night shows. Like, uh-huh. I love that because that's a yeah. sketch comedy, you know, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's, uh, that's really one of my favorite Favorite things to do, you know, like uh, I remember at at Ar- Arsenio, this thing that I wrote for Arsenio to, to do that I thought was very funny. is called uh, uh, The Black Witness Through History.
4: <laughs> and so it's,
0: uh, I think there was like this viral video at the time of this guy who was like, you know, they, they were they were just like kept interviewing like the funniest dude yes. at like, like a the crime. Oh guy. right, wives, yes, yes, yes. Hide, so I remember you know? that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it's like this kind <laughs> right. of character, but through it's like Arsenio right. through history. So it's like oh. at the Hindenburg, oh. yeah, you know, yeah. and it's <laughs> like Arsenio's <our> <laughs> like,
1: "Oh man, that thing exploded! I don't riffs. even. You gotta yeah. get your blips out of here. These, these people are blowing them up. Very funny, and um
0: you know, so <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like those like little things that you can, you know, you. It's really hard to kind of fit that into like a you know, a, it's a so sitcom specific, or, right. you know, into something else. It's so specific and like being able to pull it from like the, you know, the, you know, the viral video mm-hmm. and then do it that night. Mm-hmm. There's that immediacy, like from the short form improv comedy background that right. I have that, yeah. you know, I really enjoy, um, you know, and then obviously with, you know, you get into more sketch, you have kind of like the sketch comedy of Mad TV it was super fun to do, but it was very, right. you know, I almost it almost feel like it's almost like a corporate like it wasn't as uh it wasn't like groundbreaking or anything like that you know it's very like goofy stuff you know the right. blind you know uh kung fu master with bobby <laughs> right, lee right, you know right, like right. just like super <laughs> silly stuff uh but then you know to key and peel where it's like okay now I'm doing The sketch comedy, and I'm using the sort of current event stuff. Yeah, social. We're able to take a little bit more time here. It's not like, um, you know, and so, uh, you know, it's definitely a wide variety. All different, awesome places to work. uh, All work different strengths. Um, I don't really have any real favorites, uh, but (laughs) I always, I always wanted to uh, be a writer on Conan. I remember, I remember always being like. Oh man, that would be like the coolest job in the world. I like, thinking that would be the best.
3: Well, I feel like you made the right choice cuz you got to do, work on so many other things instead. And if you'd been oh. a writer on Conan, you would have just done that. Oh, yeah. I didn't
0: have a choice. That wasn't <laughs> you would never. Oh, no, you left.
2: maybe you understood oh, me. Wrong. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have a
0: choice to write on Conan. <laughs> that wasn't like an option that came up for me. I was
2: <laughs> Well, you know, no one ever no one ever left the writing No one staff. ever left. I know. Well, that's a good that means it was a good job.
3: Yeah, it it was a very good job.
2: It was good because of that NBC commissary. Mm, That's right. Man. It was pretty great. But
3: did you go through there. that? I mean, before you started getting those jobs, were you going through the process of submitting packets and stuff for late night?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think I made one for Conan at some yeah. point. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely did packets for that, SNL, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Um. You know, that at that time, I was a lot younger and definitely was more focused on performing. So mm-hmm. like, um, I think at that time it would have been, you know. I also may have like gotten the job and then been like, "I'm going to be the star," you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> hey, right, right, What am right. I right. do? You know, have yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> to sit
2: in a room
0: right. for Is eight hours with these other name? idiots. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. I went, I ended up, uh, I auditioned for this thing called uh, Boom Chicago. Different oh, right. than Chicago city limits it's in, a Amsterdam? Show in Amsterdam
3: Yeah.
0: And going out there and performing that's where I met Jordan uh, Peel and mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of other people and uh, Seth Myers and uh, I uh, worked out there and that's where that's where I really started writing a lot more yeah. just for uh-huh. myself and for uh-huh. the show. Uh, and so that's when I came back from there I think I was a little bit more like open about being a writer or taking right. writing jobs and mm-hmm. doing, doing that as 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 a job and and uh understanding what that was and
2: enjoying it i think a little bit more. right that that is a, a so, new uh, way of ego gratification as a performer i could see you thinking like oh no i i want the attention and then it's like oh i write this And get to see it put up. That's also I still get attention for that. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I remember. I remember writing uh,
0: Mad TV. I wrote a sketch called LAPD Pinatas. Uh, <laughs> so I think you can get an idea what these uh, pinatas were. So the pinatas were all people of color, oh God. and it was uh, a commercial. Wow. Ike oh, Holtz plays awesome. a cop. You can find it online. Yeah, yeah. It's very, uh, uh, maybe I think it's, it's. I think it still, still holds up. I, I think, yeah, still yeah, up. I think nice.
3: it
2: still
0: holds up. it does.
3: Unfortunately, it still holds up.
0: Yeah, I still love pinatas. Yeah.
2: That's why I think it holds.
0: And up. Uh, you know like telling you what you know these are the different pinatas we got the runner the uh you know the
2: the the, i forget what they are they're
0: they're they're very funny you have to go check them out Uh, but um and i remember writing it and writing Mm -hmm. down all these like different the crackhead like all these different like names that he's calling them and just saying like this is a pinata that looks like this and then the day that they're going to shoot at them like getting a call and being like hey can you come down and approve the pinatas, yes, oh, yes, and yeah, like going yeah. down there and like being like, uh, "Oh my god, this like came from my brain. Made, and Somebody yeah. made the crackhead yeah. pinata. Yeah, uh, yes. and I think I had Could the I had the runner. runner for years. I had the runner oh. for years, just hanging oh. in my room. That's it's so like great. pinata of this guy. Oh.
4: <laughs> yeah. where
0: is that pinata? I ended yeah, up throwing Got it beaten. away, but <laughs> your son
1: was <laughs> like, "I broke it over, there's No candy in there. This is crap. Thanks, Dad."
2: <laughs> oh, that's great.
0: I, ha- I do have, I still have a Grand Theft Auto GTA, the board game, which is a sketch <laughs> oh, that we wrote for yeah. Matt TV oh, and they made great. the wow. board games really And I have that. Uh, oh my God.
3: How many hundreds of sketches do you think you've written oh over the years?
0: Oh my God.
2: Hundreds? Right. Yes.
3: Maybe thousands? Yeah. I
2: think I'm probably into thousands <laughs> yeah. at this yeah. point. Yeah. I'm that's definitely amazing. into thousands. And, and with shows like that, there's like, like you come up with the, these great ideas and you do them and then it's like, you can't even get to say, like you have to move on to the next sketch, right? Oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's no time. To yeah,
3: I'm amazed that you could even dwell. reference sketches so quickly. It's only because yeah. we've started
2: talking about them yeah, now. Yeah. Like, yeah. now
0: it's like Now it starts back. to roll out a little right. bit more.
2: Because it all feels like a blur when right. I think
3: back. Yeah.
2: I've heard so many people say, like you're saying, like, come on down and check out the pinatas. Mm-hmm. That, that feeling, the yeah. writer's saying, wow. Yeah. And a lot of times... If you're working with good people, it like they add stuff that mm-hmm. you couldn't even Yeah. You're like, oh my God, this is better. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. That, I mean, you you took it and you yeah. elevated it like twenty percent. Yeah. Fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's I think that's the thing that like when you get when you and you have to it takes time to get there, right? right. It takes so much time to get there, more than it does to when you get on stage and get a laugh and get right. that that right. that right. energy right. very immediate. But once you get there, it's like Very similar, if not sometimes more powerful of a draw. Yeah. Yeah. The idea of creating, Mm -hmm. um, you know. Yeah. Does that pinata
3: last forever?
2: (laughs) Well, almost. Almost forever.
3: (laughs) Well, thanks, Colton. This has has been so fun. I know. Was there anything we didn't get to?
2: Uh, Well, I also have
0: a show coming out on Netflix called The Recruit. Oh, yeah. It comes out mid-December. It's
2: a spy show?
0: It's a spy show. It's about spies and stuff. Yeah. And, you're, and so I'm, you're, I'm a straight up spy, dude. Oh really?
2: <laughs> and this is—you
3: were just acting in this, or writing I'm as well? Just, oh, just, acting. excuse me,
0: just <laughs> acting. No dancing. I'm just acting, but uh, you know, but I do. You know, I still use a lot of improv, so okay. that, I definitely know that the, some of my improv bits have oh, gotten
2: into oh, the that should be a writing credit. Then. So, um, can yeah, I ask you a question? Check it out. In a show like that. Do where it's. I'm assuming it's scripted. Oh yeah. Do you just do you kind of on your own do a little improv and see if if it test catches fire? Test the waters yeah. with the people you're working uh-huh. with. Well, the rule
0: but, I do is I I, I I uh, do it as scripted first. Okay. All right. I focus hard on doing that.
4: Yeah. Even harder the if there
0: is something else I want to do. I will like mm. really try to nail it the way that I think they want it. Okay. And then when I feel like I did that. Then I just do it. I also do, then like in this. May people do like this. I don't ask that, if I can try yeah. to do something else. That's what I was wondering. I'll I will I uh, will make sure that I did it the way it's scripted. Right. Yeah, and then like when they yell action the next time, I'll just do the other thing. Um, some people you don't show like it. that. Do uh, they tell but, you um,
3: then when they don't, or
0: no? Well, I mean, so far know. nobody's ever told me well, they didn't like it. But.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but, no, but you know, yeah, but I'll some, talk to the other actor. Like if it's something yeah. you have to go back and forth. Right. But a lot of times, I do think uh, if there's any you know young actors out there look at it but a lot of times people will ask too much permission i think uh-huh. sometimes yeah. and then in the response sometimes discourages them from even performing right. their idea well somebody's like right. i guess just try whatever you want yeah. and then, then then the pressure's on right
2: i just i just i just gun it ask That's for forgiveness
3: smart. rather than yeah,
2: permission yeah, 100% yeah. And, and show it i mean when when you right. just give them the evidence right there and you've done it they're like well, then great. they should be grateful for it cuz yeah. you're yeah, yeah
3: adding to the comedy
2: and then I could see them going like looking forward to your whatever your next line is right. like uh, eh, let's do it again then you then know like, hoping
3: we stopped writing buttons right, for these exactly.
4: scenes <laughs> Colton's going to do it for us <laughs>
3: just lazy writers <laughs> well thank you so much Colton it's been fun thank yeah, you thanks, guys Colton. Thank you to Colton Dunn for joining us.
2: Thanks, Colton. Thanks for coming in.
3: That was fun. No thanks for keeping your shirt on. <laughs>
2: uh, that's right. He was shirtless. Uh, I like
3: to objectify men.
2: Well, nice. Don't even think of doing it with me. My, I'm always dressed 24 <laughs> hours a day. You
3: are. You're always wearing four shirts just Showers.
2: That's right. Hey, we have a listener question.
3: Yeah, we sure do.
2: And we, we want to give an honest answer to this question. <laughs> it's from a, a fellow named John in Omaha, Nebraska. Ah, this is great. Hello, Mike and Jesse. Wow. Three exclamation marks. My question is twofold. Wow. Over the many entertaining years of the Walker, Texas Ranger, Lever Clips which was a bit we used to do it Late Night with Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Who was the lucky or unlucky writer, producer, editor who was tasked with going through the Walker, Texas Ranger catalog to find the best and juiciest Walker, Texas Ranger clips? Did Conan see the Walker clips before the show or were they randomized? Mm-hmm. Was his reaction on air a genuine reaction or did he know which ones were coming from rehearsal? That's a good question. Thank you, John, in Omaha.
3: Yeah. I love that we're big in Omaha.
2: Uh, Yes. Well, you know, if you count John, very big. Uh, Yeah. And of course, Walker, Texas Ranger clips. It was just some of the... the, Mostly they were incredible over-the-top quick fight scenes. Chuck
3: Norris just kicking ass. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the Walker, Texas Ranger. Well... You know what? I I can answer that. There were two writers were tasked to do it the first time we did it. And they went down and they watched they were like, oh my God, there are so many great clips. And they they, you know, they cut around 10 clips and we rehearsed them and people loved them. And then we aired them and it was an immediate hit. The Walker Texas Ranger Leber was a big hit. And so the problem with as Jesse, as you know, if anything is like like you came up with with uh, BuzzFeed lists like BuzzFeed's running out of ideas, uh-huh. and you came up with that bit, and they were it was so funny. We just kept doing it, and then I you tell me wasn't it's a that blessing
3: and a curse exactly?
2: Yeah. It's exciting to have something that oh yeah this is popular, but then you're in charge of it every time, and it's like oh
3: right, and typically I'd be like all right let's do right. this four times
2: right next right. week
3: <laughs> right <laughs> uh
2: you know and it's always back to the salt mine so that happened with the Walker Texas Ranger and after a month they were like "Please, it, it was uh, two writers Michael Komen and Andrew Weinberg and they were both like, mm-hmm. please don't make us go down and look at more. <laughs> <They're> like, <"Please, laughs> we because we, her eyes are bleeding right and they they they'd miss the writers meetings because they had to go down and screen and they're like they're and, and then they started going, there aren't any more. The, we'd be like, are there more? No, nope, we looked, <laughs> And so then we'd stop doing it for a while and their mm-hmm. moods improved. But then Kona, we'd, have a, we'd have a week off and Conan would go out in the world and uh, people were like, eh, more Walker takes a stranger. So he'd come back and go, guys, oh. all I'm hearing is people want more clips. And so then I'd, I, I was like, oh God, <laughs> I'd feel awful. But it was like, guys, you got to look for more. And they, you know what? They kept finding more. I think, mm-hmm. I think we showed ninety six. We had ninety six clips that we aired. They
3: were writing for Walker at that point. Ah. they were creating new clips. <laughs>
2: but That's so right. They come like, to know uh, what
3: clips were going to air, or hey, you know he was, what? Was that a surprise? We would for
2: rehearse him? like um, maybe ten to twelve.
3: Oh wow! And we'd pick
2: the best five, so he would know mm-hmm. the five. He might, he might not know the order.
3: I can't believe they had to find 10 to 12 for every one segment that aired. That's a lot of...
2: It's a lot, of clips. A lot of clips. I can yes. see why
3: they were why it was yes. wearing oh, on them. Oh, God, yes,
2: yes, yes. No, that I think eventually they were like, uh, here's a title sequence. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it, it's from the show.
3: Yeah. And, and I know, um, I mean, anything can become onerous too. Like I, I used to work on The Soup with Joel McHale and that was involved find, watching TV and finding clips. And you think, oh, I mean, uh, what a great job. You're watching TV for a living and you're looking for clips. But if you're under a deadline and you have to do it day oh, after yeah. day, it's, it actually, it's no, like it,
2: really. You know, um, I did heroin for a while and having to find <laughs> fresh heroin, <laughs> it just get it really yes. takes all the, yes. It becomes
3: a full time job. And then those
2: two guys, Coleman uh, and Weinberg, that job of looking at those clips affected them so deeply that they came up with a show called Eagle Heart, starring Chris Elliott, where he played <laughs> right. a, a Texas, yes? That's
3: right. Texas
2: um, marshal. Yeah.
3: Oh, my God. Yes,
2: permanently scarred.
3: And and they only used dialogue directly with
2: Jim <laughs> <it from> Walker. <laughs> uh, so thanks for the question.
3: Yeah, thanks, John, in Omaha. And if anyone else in Omaha or elsewhere would like to ask us a question... You can email us insideconanpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail because we love that. 323-209-1079. And hey, you know, if you like the show, you can also support us by rating Inside Conan on iTunes and leaving us a review. Mm -hmm. We occasionally read them.
2: And in anticipation of you doing that, we'd like to say we we love love you. you.
3: Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast, is hosted by Mike Sweeney and me, Jesse Gaskell. Mm-hmm.
2: Our producer is Lisa Burr.
3: Team Coco's executive producers are Adam Sachs, Jeff Ross, and Nick Liao.
2: Engineered and mixed by Joanna Samuel.
3: Our talent bookers are Gina Batista and Paula Davis, with assistance from Maddie Ogden.
2: Thanks to Jimmy Vivino for our theme music and interstitials. You
3: can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts.
2: And of course, please subscribe and tell a friend to listen to Inside Conan or an enemy <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts or whatever platform you like best. You're not Put on your hat,
0: it's the Conan Show. Try on some spats, you're gonna have a laugh. Give birth to a calf, it's Conan! This has been
4: a Team Coco production.
1: Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile.